Good afternoon. Let me repeat that. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me over at your old age service. Yes, I should introduce myself. I am Postman Adrin. Yes, people call me Mr. Postman because I deliver mail for a living. So you may ask, what's it like being a postman? Well, I get to walk a lot, maybe 10,000 steps every day, and I carry this heavy bag, nice bag, right? Heavy bag that's filled with mail, pamphlets, newsletters, and postcards. What's it like being a postman? Well, people are mostly happy to see me. There was even a song written about me. Uh, you know the song that tells me to stop, wait, and, and, and check my, my bag? Uh, you want to show that uh, album, yeah? Your grandparents should know this song. Stop, oh wait, Mr. Postman. If your parents do not know that song, your grandparents should know that song. People are happy to see me, yes, but not dogs. No, dogs aren't happy to see me. I, I, I get barked at by a lot of dogs. You know, Mr. Tan, Mr. Tan who lives down by the street, um, he has a dog that doesn't like me. It's a chihuahua, and the name is Princess. So every time Princess sees me, Princess will be yapping at me. It gives me a headache. So whenever I deliver mail and I see Princess snoring away on the ground, I will quietly leave Mr. Tan's mail at the gate before Princess hears me. But usually Princess will be waiting for me. As a postman, I also have fun moments. You know, every December, I get to read a lot of postcards written by children to, to Santa, to Santa. They write some things like, Santa, please give me a Nintendo Switch for Christmas. Sometimes they'll put the address Finland. Which part of Finland? Usually it's Lapland, Finland. Sometimes there's no address on the postcard. And so children, please, 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 Tell your friends to stop writing postcards to Santa because they all end up in the return mail section. And so, yes, I get to snoop and I get to read postcards because postcards, they're not sealed. So I get to read them. I, and whenever I read postcards, sometimes I get moved. I'm so touched. So there was this girl who wrote from the plane writing to, his, to her boyfriend, uh, telling him how much she is going to miss him. A student writing to his parents from Boston, thanking the parents for all the support all these years. And he ends with the words, I love you, mom and dad. So postcards like that, they move me. But today, I want to talk to you about a postcard that stood out. A postcard that I had read a long time back. Now, it stood out because it was a postcard that raised my eyebrows. You know how to raise your eyebrows? It's simple. It's 
So I read this postcard. Hmm. Now, why did it raise my eyebrows? Slide. Well, because it wrote, The Elder, to the lady and her children, whom I love in truth. Hmm. Intriguing. Could this be a middle-aged man who is in love with a mother who just lost her husband? Is this a love letter from an older man, elder, to a younger mother? And so I read on, and I discovered that it was a different kind of love letter. See, the lady addressed in that postcard, she was not a person, but she was a house church, a place where God's children meet again and again. And so I had to read on because I was curious what the elder wrote to the church. Turns out, the elder reminded them to, to love one another. So the elder wrote, I ask you, dear lady, that we love one another. And so you see, it is a love letter or a love postcard because it is very short. The elder telling the church again to love one another. And, and, and why remind them? Well, because loving one another is obeying the command Jesus gave to the church. It is a command that Jesus gave to all who believe in him. So if you and I obey Jesus, we should love one another. You know, the words love one another, well, it remind me, reminded me of another letter which I read also a long, long time ago. Now, that one was not a postcard. In fact, it was written on a scroll, something like this. It's very, very long. Now, since some scrolls are not sealed, being the Snoopy I am, I also read that very long letter. And uh, even if it was long, I was able to memorize a few lines from that letter. And uh, I memorized particularly this line. You see, Postman Adrin reads some Greek letters, so I can understand a little bit of Greek. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves is, has been born of God and knows God. Nah, a little bit rusty, but still there. The English translation is this one. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Now, there's another line, too, that I memorize, and it is this one. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and His love is made complete in us. Now, did you notice that there is one phrase that was repeated, that kept appearing? It is the phrase, love one another. It is Jesus' command to love one another. Tell you what, why don't I teach you two Greek words for today to remind you Jesus' command to love one another. It is easy. Postman Adrian says it is. Okay? So here we go. 
agapomen alelus or alelus. Okay, say that with me. Agapomen alelus. One more time. Agapomen alelus. In English, it's love one another. Hmm. So, if your brother or your sister wants you to share your precious chips with them, remember, agapomen alilus. Agapomen alilus. Love one another. If your dad and your mom are getting into an argument, and you know that when they start raising their voice, dad says, I am right. And then mom says, I am always right. You go, Tell them, Dad, Mom, agapomen alilus. And if your classmate or your colleague keeps bothering you, whisper to yourself, agapomen alilus. Love one another. You know, I think that postcard and that long letter that I read, they were written by the same person. And that is none other than the elder the Apostle John. And you know John, he never gets tired of saying, love one another, love one another, love one another. Grown-ups sometimes think it's like a broken record. But the children, they think it is poetic. It's like saying, I don't like green eggs and ham again and again and again and again. Green eggs and ham, you remember that, right? It's poetic. So when John says, love one another, love one another, it is poetic. Why did John keep, tell, keep telling us to love one another? Well, because John, he understood love from Jesus Christ. John himself heard Jesus say, Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. So how much does Jesus love you and me? Well, he gave his life for you and me. You and I, whom Jesus now calls his friends. Wow. Friends of Jesus, they obey Jesus' command. And that command is to love one another. In Greek, Aga pomen alilus. And why did Jesus give his life for us? Well, John tells us, slide, this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. You see, Jesus died on our place, in our place. He died to remove God's anger on us because you and I did many bad things to one another and to God. We are dishonest to one another. We cheat one another. We backbite one another. Um, the bad things that you and I did, it's called sin. And sin deserves death. But God loves you and me that he sent Jesus to die in our place. And his death was a sacrifice that removes God's anger and forgives us our sins. So that you and I now stop doing bad things to one another. 
We stop being dishonest to one another. We stop cheating one another. We stop backbiting one another. Instead, we now love one another. Because we receive the great love of Jesus, because we are his friends, and because friends of Jesus obey the commands of Jesus. But not everybody is a friend of Jesus. So the elder John, he warns the lady, the house church, to watch out for the enemies of Jesus. He tells them, do not invite these enemies into your homes. Do not eat dinner with them. Do not provide them a bed to uh, sleep. Do not give money to them. Do not be partners with them. So who are the enemies of Jesus? Well, they are people who are disobedient to Jesus. So to the commandment to love one another, they said, nope, not going to do that. To the commandment to follow only the teachings of Jesus, they said, nah. To the commandment to listen only to the teachings of Jesus, uh, they said, mm-mm. I'm not going to share if I'm just going to follow, listen to the teachings of Jesus and no one else. And when these people said, nope, not going to do that, or nah, or mm-mm, they left the house church and they went around making lies about Jesus. They went around tricking others with these lies. You can call them con men or scammers. But Elder John he calls them antichrists because they are enemies of Jesus. Now, one lie that they told about Jesus is that Jesus, who is the Christ, did not have a body like you and I. But we know that Jesus did have a body. The whole time he was in this world, he had a body. And like you and I, Jesus had a body that needed to eat. Jesus had a body that needed to sleep. Like you and I, Jesus had a body that was, that was tempted. Jesus was tempted to eat when he was supposed to be fasting. Uh, Jesus was tempted to have lots of bling-blings. Jesus was tempted to be famous like you and I. And I think Jesus was also tempted to skip housework like you and I are sometimes tempted to. But unlike you and I, Jesus did not sin. Jesus had a body, and that body suffered death in order to pay for our sins. But that body, it came back to life again. And so we have hope in Jesus because he promises to return from heaven and return for us who do not follow the enemies of Christ but follow Jesus and loving one another is shows us that we follow Jesus that we obey his commands and that we are truly his friends I wish I could read more to you, tell you more about the letter that the elder wrote to the lady, but it was just a postcard. It was very short. And John ended 
by saying that mm, he would like to meet the church face to face. And when that meeting in the end happens, it will be a meeting that will be filled with joy. Why so? Because of agapomen alilus, because they love one another. Well, I better get back to the post office before it closes. But I pray that God's blessings be upon you and that you will be empowered to love one another. Let me pray for you. We give thanks, Father, for giving us this letter that your servant John wrote to the church, reminding us, reminding us of how Jesus loves us. He gave his life for us and that he commands us to love one another. Hard as it may be, empower us, we pray, to love one another just as Jesus, your Son, loved us. To the glory of your name and for our good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bye-bye.